Good afternoon and welcome to Business Shakers on DRN1. My name is Bronwyn Lunderstead. So Business Shakers is all about shaking the BS in business and allowing you the opportunity to view and run your business in a different light. I'm not about big words and long-winded sentences, just simple straight to the point facts and bringing in guests that can answer questions about each topic. So my purpose for this is education. My passion is to see your business succeed and to give you something that will be useful for your business as you grow. Before I dive into today's segments, I want to ask you, why are you the best kept secret? Why is your business only available for a select few? I'm focusing on your brand awareness. How are you seen and how to make you be seen? This segment is more information so that you are actually given the opportunity to put your brand out there and make sure that you're getting the most of it. Last week, I had the honor of speaking with Kyle Spirides from Soul Gazing Photography on how to get the best profile photo for your business. People want to see you and what you are doing. This week, I'm diving more into video. Let's bring your brand to life. Let's get your markets connecting with you and learning more about who you are on a much deeper level. Putting your business out there is something that can seem daunting because the days are gone from when you just post an ad in the newspaper and hope that the work comes to you. No, nowadays people actually want to connect with you. We have at our fingertips all the resources to make you stand out. It is all technological. It is all online. We have photography and capturing the essence of what you stand for, your values in a single shot. And we have videography where you can walk your audience through your business, where you can bring your brand to life. Stating a fact, yeah, we can't all be great at everything. And sometimes we do have to accept that bringing in help to actually make our business excel is a very much necessary thing. That extra bit of attention can be the key to making your business excel. Also, finding the right people to do that job can be difficult. So I will be covering this in a few weeks' time. Speaking of which, in the coming weeks, I will dive into social media marketing, website and SEO, as well as where people are seeing you. What print material is valid for your business and how are these things all coming together to make you be seen? And of course, how do you know if you have the right person for the job to make you stand out? Let's take you from being the best kept secret to dominating your market. Today, I'm speaking with Jeremy Mullalay from Ithaca Media. Why Jeremy? For starters, Jeremy is a commercial videographer. What does that mean? Well, we will ask Jeremy that question in a bit and he can answer that for us. Also, because he truly does go out of his way to ensure that your brand story is captured in such a way that you become unforgettable. And that, my dear friends, is exactly what you want. So good afternoon, Jeremy, and thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Bronwyn. And um, I just want to say, obviously, following up from Kyle last week, that's going to be a hard gig to follow. I know Kyle personally, and he's an incredible photographer and a good friend. So I'll see if I can if I can match up to that today. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be perfectly fine because what you actually have to offer our audience is valuable. It is extremely valuable for them to actually be able to show their brands. Yeah, that's right. And hopefully uh, they can glean something from this conversation. So looking forward to it. Yes. So starters, who are you? The big question. Oh, where do we start with that? So yeah, like I mean, you you had a great um uh, sort of blurb for me there. Mine, so yeah, we'll just break it down my name's Jeremy um, so I'm from Ithaca Media and what we do at Ithaca Media is we we help other businesses connect with their clients and their audience through the power of video because I see video film and video to be uh, an incredible um, medium to connect people emotionally and that's where I usually come out from trying to promote people with with videos. So how did you actually get start your entrepreneurial journey with videos? So for me it started um, it started 
my interest in film and video started when I was really young. So uh, growing up, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of six kids. So me and my siblings, one of the things that I'm really fond of is when we we're younger, uh, we used to make little home videos. So, um, you know, uh, we'd take out the VHS camera because that's what we were shooting on back then. And we would uh, create all these funny videos. And uh, you know, one week I'd be playing Batman, the next week might be Spider-Man. And um, my older brothers were the one leading the charge. But um, for me, that's where it sort of sparked an interest for me. So throughout my schooling years, I was always picking up a camera, making some sort of video. And once I left uh, high school, I decided I wanted to take it further and went into university to study film and TV. Um, and then... Uh, you know, throughout those years, you're, you're, you're pursuing the, the craft and you're learning what you can. But um, uh, me personally, I never really had a clear picture of what exactly I was going to do when I left. I always knew long term I wanted to be making films, creating films as a film director. But yep. that first step after um, university, I never knew what it was. And I remember in my, my final year, my, my old man sort of was tapping me on the shoulder and saying, hey, Jeremy, you should you know, maybe start thinking about what you're going to do when you leave. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'll be fine. You know, I'll, I'll figure out something when I leave. But um, he said, you know, maybe you should consider maybe perhaps doing some business units so you can, you know, if you do leave, you might be able to start up something when you actually leave university. I said, no, no, don't worry. I'll, I'll be fine when I, I'll figure it out when I leave. And I remember when I left that, that, that kind of the, the euphoria once you've, you've graduated and that, that, that couple of months after that, you sort of like, that wore off and I was like, oh, gee, what am I going to do with myself now? And it, w- it was about um, it was about January of 2018, so I'd, I'd graduated just a couple of months before. And, um, yeah, I, I thought I'd actually take it seriously and I sort of took my dad's advice and I said, why don't I start up my own business? Yep. Um, and to be honest, I was pretty ignorant because uh, I didn't know what would come with that, but I think without that ignorance, I wouldn't have started it up. So it was... That uh, so February is when we actually launched. So February of 2018. So that was just over three years ago. So um, that's that's sort of where it started for me. And um, you know, so did you just jump into it straight away, going right? This is what I'm going to do, and you just launched into it. Yeah. Look, I mean, where I am now and the work I'm doing is very different to where I, I started out. For me, and I'm sure it, this is the case for a lot of business owners. You're like, I want anything, anything. I, to do with video, I'll, yep. I'll do it. Yep. I'll do it. So, um, yeah, when I first started out, I was really trying to get what I can, like sort of pursuing whatever opportunities would come in my way. Um, but you know, as I've developed, I've sort of um, come to realize the you know the, the kind of people I want to be working with and the kind of work I want to be producing as well. Do you find that having that idea that niche market is more beneficial to you and your direction of where you're going than actually just grabbing any work that's coming at you oh yeah it's essential it's 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 ironic really because like you think that you know if i'm if i'm you know niching down i'm only looking for one thing i'm going to miss out on all this other work but you actually find when you do um have a really clear picture of who you're trying to work with a really targeted uh market that it's the other way around you actually get more work because you, you you start to see more and more of that those opportunities and then also there's there's things outside of that that realm and sphere that you'll still want to work with but um it's when you actually hone in on a particular area that i think you really get the the, the large benefit how do you know what your niche market is um me personally or how, how does someone how does someone in, in general how would out? somebody know what their market is um i think i think you do have to go through an experimental stage and so like when, when i say that i was taking a lot of different work to begin with i, I don't regret that 
by any means. I'm, I'm glad I did it because you, if you can go through that phase and really find out um, what you do enjoy working with yep. and um, what you don't enjoy working with, more importantly, in some yep. ways, um, you can't. That, that's that's how you can actually make that judgment. And say, hey, um, you know. I like working with person A and not so much person B. But in person C, I might want to work with sometimes. But um, I, I think – so, yeah, experimenting, really. Like, and just um, uh, going through the process of uh, working on different projects. So, going with that, just a question. Saying no to the people that you don't want to work with, how do you do that? It's um, – to be honest, it's only something I started doing recently. And the first time you do it, it's very difficult because you, you – well, there's two things in your mind as well. As a business, you say, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to turn away revenue. Why would I want to do that? So that that that's the other part. And the other side as well, um, it, you know, may, may not be a problem for some people. It's certainly a problem for me. I, I don't like letting people down. So that's um, that's those two sort of think ideas are going through your mind when you do turn someone away. But um, I think there is a way to do it um, tactfully and, yep. and gently. And the the way I usually approach it is, I say, look. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to be a good fit, but um, let me see if I can help you find someone that will be. So, and does that seem to go down really well with people? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're so for, from my perspective, um, you know, I'm not letting them down because I'm I'm still going to do what I can to help them uh, get what they need. Yep. But it just means that I'm not going to be the one personally working with them. And okay. um, and there's there's a lot of reasons. There might be differences on the actual work, but there might be differences in the in the um. The, the kind of value of work they're looking for as well. Okay. Um, and that, that might be the reason you turn them away. Um, but ultimately, you're actually, you're doing yourself a favour because, you know, you might be, you know, wasting time on a project that you're not going to really enjoy. And that that's, why would you want to, you know, do that? And, and look, sometimes it has to happen. You do have to take on work that you don't want to do. But yep. um, uh, I think the sooner that you can shift to, to pushing away work that you deem to be... Uh, not not valuable for your time then yep. that you're going to be in a much better position all right so we'll be back after this short break to learn more about what it is to be a videographer welcome back to business shakers i am here with jeremy mullay from ethica media ethica ethica media i've got to say them two separate words not one giant word so, Jeremy, talking about being a videographer, what is a commercial videographer? So, a commercial videographer, the way I see it, um, they're uh, videographers that are working in the commercial space, so creating um, promotional and advertising uh, material and content uh, for other businesses to, to help promote themselves. Um, and that's ultimately what I do. I mean, the, the definition may vary for other people, but that's what I would term a commercial videographer. How do you advertise somebody on commercial, well, I'm going to say commercial video, but how do you advertise someone on video? Oh, well, there's lots of ways to do it. It might not actually necessarily literally be, um, so let's say we're making a, a commercial for yourself. It may, may not mean that we have to put you on video, but we're, we're the, the, the objective of the video is to promote what you do. So, um, you know, that, that can range from things like making a video for your website or it could be making videos for facebook or instagram and other social media platforms our video is very difficult and a whole lot of information to actually put together um do you mean the production process of that yeah the production so as a business owner coming to you going i'd love i want to do a video is it a difficult process um 
Not really. I mean, for me, no. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously not for me. But um, uh, you know, challenges arise, and I've been doing it for a while now. That it's 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 quite easy for me, and some people, um, especially when I'm working with clients, in their mind, they're they're thinking of a uh, all these different problems that might come up, and uh, uh, my my task is to really make it a simple and comfortable process for them. So, yes, even though there's a lot of um, uh, tediousness to creating video, especially when you're talking about the back end of, of editing the projects, um, it, it really is quite a, a simple uh, task ultimately. Okay. So with Ithaca Media, what is it that makes you stand out from everybody else? What makes you and your brand so special? Um, <laughs> it's it's difficult question to answer from, but um, I think where I uh, draw a difference from people is um, the emotional connection that uh, I, I aim to achieve with the videos that I create. So um, it sort of goes back to um, my, my passion behind it. And like I said, when I was growing up with my, my family, I've always uh, enjoyed creating uh, videos from a young age and uh, throughout my whole life. And it's going to be for the rest of my life is what I um, love doing. Yep. So that that's really what the difference I bring to the table. And I just have a general curiosity about people, which I just try and draw out through through videos and you know, people are just so interesting and it's um, infinite in uh, what you can learn about people. Are people very forthcoming in front of video? Are they very comfortable standing in front of a camera and speaking or is it is it difficult to get them to warm up? Yeah, look, some people are. Um, very, very few are. Um, and the, the people I have worked with that are just naturally um, talented at appearing on video, that, that, that initial stage is very uh, easy. But um, look, yeah, most of the people I work with, the first time um, that they appear on video, they can be very uncomfortable. Yep. And, and like I said, the, the, um, the task for me is to, to really coach them through that process and make them comfortable. And, um, you know, I was, I was actually just working with someone yesterday and um, I remember when, when he was first on video, um, it took us so long to uh, just do one single take of an interview. Yep. Whereas yesterday it's like, he's like an expert you'd think he'd, he'd be appearing on the news you know like it's 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 really amazing to see the the progress people make when they actually have that consistency around uh, uh making the effort to to be in front of the camera so basically the more the better it is certainly yeah and look i i i, I um i have a lot of empathy for my clients because i i from time to time i'll make videos for myself and um uh my editor who edits my videos he probably if he's listening, he'd be laughing because like the, the amount of stuff ups I do, um, it, you have a new appreciation for, for being <laughs> on the yeah, other side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for me, it's, it's not so easy being on the, on the other side of the camera. So with somebody who stands in front of their phone camera and does their own video versus what you do, what advice would you give to somebody about the two differences? Um, look, I think it comes down to um, the way you ultimately want um, your, your brand or your business to be perceive because I think it's great to um, a great place to start is actually just doing it so um, you know phones are readily available you can and there's very good cameras nowadays on your phones and people can easily create videos so just at their fingertips they can start creating video but where you want to start coming to someone like myself a professional is um, when you really want to take your your videos to the next level because it's not just about appearing on video it's all the other things that go along with it having a strategic mindset into the goals you want to achieve with video yep. um, and like I said look I think it's a it's a great place to start and I, I commend anyone who just actually makes the effort because like I said the consistency is where you're going to get success so if, if you can if you can just start out 
creating videos on your phone just in your own time uh, with your own skills, yep. I think that's you should definitely start with that. So basically the average person, the average business owner can actually be able to make those great videos with your help. Yes, yeah, yeah. So like taking taking the the production to that next stage, yes, that's when, when you start saying, hey, look, you know, um, I want to have that extra quality to set myself out from my competitors, that's when you should make the decision to take it to that next stage. So I have a question that I ask everybody that sits in front of me. What is a common BS myth about business that you have come across and learned? Um, and that's a good question. Is it just should I restrict it just to videos, or can it can it be? It can be anything. Can it be anything. Yeah, I think um a common uh, BS myth is that you have uh, loads of time. I'm sure you hear this one that you have lots of time. Oh yeah. You have lots of uh, you know because you're flexible. You know you you make your own hours and um you know you can you can decide when you're going to do things, but um. Uh, unfortunately, especially in your, the early years, you do a lot of uh, work for very little um, return uh, to begin with. So that is, I think, the number one uh, BS myth that, <laughs> that I hope I can shatter. Uh, so what today. would you say to somebody based on that myth? What would be a bit of key advice? I, I would say just embrace it, really, really embrace it because it's it's um it's something you have to go through and um uh, and i think as well it, it actually especially if you're starting a business um because you're passionate about something like myself um it, it will really that will really test how passionate you are about it because if, if you if you find that it is difficult to do those long hours and, and you're, you're putting in all this time for like i said very little return um in the early days um you'll find that um uh you if if you can't do that, then you're probably not very passionate about it. Okay. Um. So that, that that's that that's the way I see it. So I would just embrace that that challenge that you're facing. Yep. Um. And obviously, you, you as you go along your business journey, you've got to um, as uh, you know, seek out the avenues that to to grow. So um. So I would say yeah, embrace that. And how would a business find avenues to grow? Um. Well, just reflecting on my own experience, I've been very fortunate to to meet a lot of um. A lot of different people who uh, who have uh, skill sets that I just don't have. So whether that be you know marketing or um, like business coaching and, and mindset and things like that, um, just being able to either engage them directly as like as a client, like so just recruiting their services or just just learning from them, you know, learning from what their experiences are and um, and like th- things you're doing now, like as in interviewing people. Um, actually learning like i mean you you you'll be so much richer just from these conversations just because you're, you're learning from the experiences of others so i think um that's what i would recommend to people and just being humble enough to seek out advice from from other people who uh who have been through similar challenges okay so they basically walked the walk already exactly yeah all right we'll be back after the short break to find out how passion and vision are linked in business Welcome back to Business Shakers. I'm here with Jeremy from Ithaca Media. We are going on about commercial videography and how videography can actually help your business. So before the break, we were talking about passion and vision. So we're going more into it about how important is it to have a vision as you're going through your business? Um, is passion the only thing that's going to keep you going to stay on focus with that vision? Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, I think... 
it's important to to have in mind where you're going so that it, it sort of informs what you're doing on a, on a day-to-day basis and you can um, it, it, it keeps you keeps that passion alive for you because you you, you see you know I might be doing uh, you know some hard work and challenging work that in the in, like on the face of it it's not it's not it's not ideal it's not fun but then yep. you can sort of say hey you know like I'm doing this because you know in the future this is what's going to happen so like having that clear picture of what, where you're going. So we focus a lot on mindset and motivation with the segment as well because I feel that having the right mindset is definitely beneficial to running a business. What is your your view on that? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree because um, like at the end of the day, we're all human. Um, like there's no, as far as I know, there's no robots running businesses out there. So like... Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet, yeah. Um, but, but look, yeah, like at the end of the day, uh, everyone... It comes down to human behavior and um, people, you know, your mindset will affect the, the, the actions and behaviors you're taking within your business. So I think it's important to, to maintain a healthy lifestyle and people will have different opinions on ways to do that. And um, personally, I've been pretty fortunate to, um, uh, I think I mentioned before, but sort of being surrounded by um, a good support network who, who they, and I'll discuss with them as well, these sorts of topics about mindset and um, how it affects um, your your business operations. So um, you know, I, I've been I've been thankful to be surrounded by those people. With the support network, is it vital for everybody to have one around them? Yeah, look, I think because um, ultimately, um, human beings uh, we're we're herd um, creatures, so we we benefit from having a, a good network around us. So um, I I see it really valuable to have. Um, a some sort of a support network where you can uh, turn to when you know you need advice or you need um, you know help and 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 they'll be returned as well. It's always it needs to be reciprocal. Um, uh, and you know, you know, again, coming from a bigger family, I've sort of always had that from a young age. Um, but it, then also translating into into the business community as well, having that the. the um, people who I mean you said before who've walked the walk before so yep. so just uh you know taking from them their their guidance and their advice that's been really helpful in my journey so who is the support network how do you know who that support network is um look I, I didn't I didn't really notice I had it until someone had pointed it out to me and like and actually said hey like who do you go to when you turn to advice and you can sort of pick probably five people like depending on what the situation is like yeah I would turn to them if I needed help with this like in this particular area if I needed with finance I'd, yeah, I'd turn to him or if you know if I just needed to just you know have a rant or something I'd, I'd call this guy and like and, and you sort of realize hey I've got all these people around me that they're you know provide that support to me yep. and and ultimately you say oh I'd do the same I would always do the same to them as well and um I guess it's not such so much about building it up. It's just realizing and and being grateful for whatever network you already have, and just seeing that it's there. You know. All right. So for people who don't have a support network or not aware of who their support network is, how do they find those people? How do they see that? Yeah, that's that's a difficult question again because I've been pretty lucky to just um, I sort of had it and uh, took it for granted and then sort of noticed it later. Yep. Um, so I think my advice to, to anyone who, who didn't have one is to just um, uh, 
just for wh- whatever limited uh, people you do know, and just seeking out, um, you know, where can so for instance, if it was if it was for a business owner, I guess we're talking about business. If it was someone who um, was a business owner and they needed help in a particular area, just reach out to your current network and say, hey, like. I need help with um, my marketing, for instance. Say, oh, look, I need help with my marketing. Who do you know um, in marketing that can help me? And they're like, oh, talk to Bronwyn, you know? Like, so, you know, that, that would sort of be where we're talking. So uh, going to ask people for help, how does the ego actually get in the way of people reaching out? Yes, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the issue because, um, uh, you know, sometimes we think we know everything. So we're like, no, nah, I don't need to, you know, t- talk to that person or whatever. But... Um, the, yeah, the sooner you can overcome uh, the ego and um, uh, just have that humility to say, you know, I don't know everything and um, uh, I can learn something from this person. And, yep. um, uh, and that, that, can, that can be challenging. Like sometimes you'll be in a room and people are talking and you're like, I don't understand a single thing they're talking about. But, but that, that, that's sometimes the situations you want to be in because if you're the, if you're, um, you know, the, the least informed in the room, um, I say that as positive because yes. you, you've got the opportunity to to you know learn you know like so and grow so um, so I forgot the question now <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like went off on, on just drafted off drifted <laughs> off onto I was going on about the ego and actually yeah, yeah, how to get right. past that yeah yeah exactly the, the, yeah the way to get past it is to um uh yeah just like I said recognize that um you need to be humble to to be able to grow. So your mindset, starting your journey as an entrepreneur, how has your mindset developed over the years? Um, that's a difficult one to answer. So I think um, when I first started, I was um, I was very ignorant, and um, I don't think I, I would have, it, it, knowing what I know now, I, I actually doubt I would have really started a business when I did, just because. Um, Why? Like it, in a, in a lucky way, because like I, I didn't sort of know the. Like I was so young when I started, I didn't know the challenges that would would uh, come up and how, how difficult it, it really was for um, where I was in my situation to actually uh, do that. So, um, so my my growth from there is um, I've continually uh, surrounded myself with people that uh, have uh, walked the walk before, and I've sort of learnt from from their guidance um, along the way. So, have you found that ignorance? as as such has been beneficial to you yeah it actually has and it actually goes back to um like a, a really uh famous director i admire is um awesome wells and you may have heard of citizen kane which is a um brilliant film and he he often says because he he that was his first film yep. like, a lot of people don't know that was his actual the first film he made and i believe he was 26 when he made it so like very big achievement especially for its scope for for someone of his of his age and um reflecting back whenever he was interviewed he would always say that um uh the, the reason i was able to achieve such such you know grand things and big achievements in the film industry is i was just so ignorant about it. i knew nothing about film i came from a theater background um and i i see sort of a similarity there because like i just didn't i knew nothing about business when i when i started and like knowing what i know now what even though i still consider i know very little yep. knowing what i know now like i i highly doubt i would have had the confidence to really start a business then. So going with age, because you brought up age before, is age a, a hurdle or a challenge for somebody wanting to go into business? Um, on the face of it, it can be because um, I, I think um, from just reflecting on my experience that uh, the sort of challenges that came up, one of the main things that uh, I still try and uh, fight off is just being taken seriously because a lot of times 
Um, and I felt this more when I first started. A lot of people just didn't take you seriously um, in, a, in a business environment because of my age. Um, yep. uh, and that, that, that's not everyone. Just I, I just I can think back and I can think of some instances. But, um, but now when I, when I speak to people, a lot of people actually think I'm, I'm older than I am. Like, yep. So I'll tell them my age and they'll say, really? Like, that's how old you are? But, um, uh, and, and I guess what, what the, the takeaway from that is that um, you've just got to, uh, um, I guess, not so worry so much about what people perceive, um, w- whether that be age or any other factors that come along with running a business. So does growing confidence happen as you go through running a business? Um, it, it did for me. Um, yep. like, and, and that comes, I guess, with social proof because like, the, you sort of, you, I think it's good to sort of celebrate what successes you have, however big or small, um, to do that because it, then you can sort of say, hey, you know, I've, you know, I've got to a certain stage and this is what I've succeeded with so far. So I think... Um, with that comes confidence. So sort of seeing what um, that, that, that evidence and proof that, you know, my work has contributed to this. Yep. And it can be very easy to, um, uh, to get caught up in the, in the day-to-day to sort of forget what sort of successes that you've had along the way. So you definitely one for celebrating all sorts of wins, big and small. Yeah, and, and look, it doesn't mean that um, you know every week you're gonna like have a big party because of something. But I mean, but look, I think even even then, say like you know you can treat yourself a bit yep. like, and, and when we're talking more about before how um, you can have you can be faced with um, you can be very time poor yep. uh, running a business. I think it's it is important to take time off and and you know celebrate. That might a uh, celebration might be um, I'm not gonna you know this evening I'm not going to do any work. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch a movie. Like that for me, that's something I would enjoy. Some people might say, I want to go out for dinner, but yep. you know, yeah, like finding time to, to celebrate um, is, is um, it's people underestimate it. I'd say that. Yeah. People don't do it enough. Okay. All right. We'll be back for after this break to actually find out how to make video work for your business. Welcome back to Business Shakers. My name is Bronwyn and I'm speaking with Jeremy Mullerlay from Ethica Media. So we are speaking about how to get the most out of your video for your business. So this is the, the, the big time we actually want to know how is video going to be useful for your business. So what is the best video to use? Um, I think a good place to start, um, I've got a particular name for it and I call it a, a video business card, but really having an, a an overview of your business. So I think that's a good place to start because it just gives people that, um, that first impression of your business in a, in a video form. Um, and again, really uh, starting from the beginning of establishing that emotional connection that you usually strive for to get, get that for a business. But where would you use this video business card? Um, mostly for a, for a website, but the great thing about video now is especially because, um, you know, just about every platform uh, hosts video internally. Um, you can use it in a variety of different ways. And in fact, a great way to use a video business card, and it's the way I personally use it, is actually using it in an email. So, you know, if you're, if you're emailing someone for the first time and they, they don't know much about you, say, hey, you know, this is, this is me, this is what my business is about and this is what I do. Um, Does it have to be long? No, no. So, in fact, usually you try and keep it quite short. So, like... Um, it's quite sad, but a lot of people's attention span starts to fall off at about the about the 
60 second mark. So yep. typically um, what I recommend for a video business card is to have it between one one to two minutes. And um, you can push those boundaries depending on how you're going to use it, but that'll just come down to you know a case-by-case case situation, but usually you're aiming between one to two minutes. Okay, with the video, what are people actually looking for in video? Um, from uh, the consumer perspective or from like if I'm working with a client? What, we'll what start with consumer perspective. Yeah, so I think really, and people, um, you if you introspectively, if you look at it, um, you'll realise what you're looking for is value ultimately. And like that, whether that be um, entertainment or it could be um, education, so seeing, learning something or being having something promoted, that being able to pull value from something is really what we're looking for. And that, that's, especially if you, if you, you know, now over the next couple of days, you might think of it, if you're going on uh, any, any social media platform, the ones that will sort of stick out to you, the ones that do provide value it might be, you know, a funny video, or it could be, like I said, an edu- more educational video where you're learning about a particular topic. Um, they're the ones that are really going to stick out to you. So how do you make the video interesting? Do you go out of your way to make it interesting, like with comedy, or do you just be yourself? No, so really what you're going to, yes, be yourself, because that's one of the things I would uh, recommend to people is authenticity. Yep. Um, but you sort of got to pull it back a bit, and before you go into how we're going to do it, is you got to um, identify who you're really talking to. So that that's one of the first things I recommend to people, um, not just for video, for any content creation, yep. is to understand um, your audience and who you're actually trying to put this video in front of. Um, and once once you've sort of answered that question, then it becomes so much easier to to um, decide how you're going to uh, engage with them. Um, so whether that be, like you said, uh, going out of your way to be funny might not have to be done because you just want to be um, be yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and... Uh, it's yeah. Things become a lot easier once you know who you who you're targeting. And is everybody very different to each other, or is there a lot of similarities uh, between the the um, businesses? You mean yes. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah. There's a lot of variation, um, and that, that'll vary across uh, industries. But then also, um, as we said before, there's no there's no terminators running businesses that I'm aware of. So uh, you know, people the people within the business they'll they'll have their own personalities and their own character that uh that from my perspective i'm trying to bring to the forefront because that's what will make them uh that that's where you have that distinction between uh two businesses that did the same thing but they've got different personalities just purely based on the team that's working in them so how do you get your personality across on video um well talk to someone like me but uh, <laughs> no but no, look um uh yeah, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head when you said being authentic. Um, p- people can can smell uh, a- any sort of uh, sort of fakeness uh, from a mile away, yep. um, especially on video. Um, so uh, the the key would be just to to really, um, yeah, be yourself, you know, and um, you don't have to try very hard um, to to do that. And you just start out from doing simple things, uh, like you know, as we said before if you're creating videos on your phone just providing basic value it could be so for instance you could have a mechanic who's just trying to tell you uh how to check your oil levels you know and that, that's that's a simple valuable video yep. um that people can can get something uh you know about, out yeah, of it. You, something useful from it so so with going with videos um is, do you follow a script or do you just pull it out of thin air Again, so this is something that just depends on what the project is. So sometimes uh, it's necessary to 
have a script. Um, but in a lot of situations, especially if we go back to what I was talking about before for video business cards, um, typically I, I don't script them, um, usually because the person who's appearing on the video is usually the, the business owner or, yep. or other team members within the business. Um, and uh, they're not, like 99% of the time, they're not media trained. So yep. um, I find the best way is to, to just ditch a script and actually just have more of a conversation and I'll pull what I need from that to, to achieve the goals that we want for the video. And um, you'll find that that's really where you get the, the most success from. So do you see business cards, the video cards being the way the future is going to actually go? Uh, yeah. Like I think um, just because uh, like what the, what the data and the statistics shows that people actually want to see more video um, from from brands um, that they're already uh, either purchasing from or uh, are already doing work with. So um, give the people what they want, you know. So, yes. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like I, I definitely see that um, video cards being a much more uh, ubiquitous product out there. So when people come to you, what are they expecting from you as the videographer? Um, yeah, because there's, there's different things. People will have certain um, expectations of what uh, – video and what a videographer should uh, do but um, you, you sort of have to strip back and sort of like I said go back to um, just the fundamentals and like sort of who, why why are you making video who are you making the video for um, once you sort of answer those questions you can sort of say yeah video is you need to be using video in this way um, and you're able to answer those questions so you, you got to look at the fundamentals first yeah. so, uh, just a question so with going you've got your first video you've got it out it's great Two months from now, you decide you're going to do another one. What happens to that first video? Do you keep it or delete it? No, you certainly keep it. And and one thing as well, just from a personal perspective, you, you should keep it um, because it, it's um it's really rewarding to to see where you were, um, you know, one, two, three, four, like ten, ten years later, look at a video and, and see where you've come from and. Yep. Um, you know, you may decide for, you know, image purposes or uh, branding purposes that you, you don't want to have that out there to the public. But I think it's actually quite endearing to see where your journey has come from, uh, from a from a branding and, and business perspective. And I think people should embrace that, not um, uh, wipe it away and delete it just to just to say, yeah, that's that's old, old hat. Okay. All right. So during the video, which you're keeping, we're all keeping these videos. Mm -hmm. Those can be posted on socials as well as the website? Absolutely. And um, uh, look, I, I wouldn't recommend um, all videos be on, on uh, be identical on all different platforms because, um, uh, as you know, different platforms will have different contexts around them. Um, so it may not be, uh, you know, so effective to have a video sitting on, on Facebook that's, you know, more suited to LinkedIn, for instance. Yep. Um, you certainly can have them there just to have that across different areas, but you can you can repackage the same sort of uh, video to, to suit a different platform. Okay. And it, do you do that yourself or do you do it for the clients? Oh, I'll do it for the clients. And usually if, if it is a part of a, you know, a broader campaign, that, that's just a necessary part of it and you, you'll need to make certain adjustments to, to suit those purposes. So what are people getting from you at Ethica Media when they come to you for videos? Um, so again, what, one of the main things I, I talk about are video business cards. Um, but what, what we really offer now is more of a, um, a broader um, 
strategy to, to video marketing because uh, we sort of get the most success with clients who are working with us on a consistent basis. Yep. So um, would you like me to talk? Yeah, go for it. That? Share yeah. it. Yeah. So um, we, we've just launched a product called the Odyssey product. I can talk about the name if we have time. But Yes, yes, we have time. Perhaps not. Um, and what we're doing is we're creating a whole suite of videos over the course of a year um, and packaging them up over the 12 months um, and they're, they're really targeted at different areas of the customer buying journey so each video has a purpose um, so they all have its have their own particular place and um, you know today what I'm offering to any listeners is um, 20% off this package if they if they book within the next month. Oh that is very exciting it's 20% off if you contact Jeremy the information will be on the Facebook page but with this Odyssey package when people are coming to you said it goes over the 12 months what are people coming in there to do um so really it's it's building up your uh your video marketing your video capabilities from you know a certain level usually from usually nothing Um, you might have a few videos you made yourself but from nothing to having a whole uh uh, army i'll call it of videos um that are really going to uh uh, they're, they're strategically placed around different areas of your business. So really creating that um, strong force of videos there. So can any business actually come to you for that? Yeah. So I think any business can, can benefit from it. Um, uh, obviously, I have my own target market that I work with. So, yep. uh, you know, not it's not for everyone this particular package, but I think any really any business looking to grow can really benefit from this solution. Nah, so going into advice, what advice would you give to another videography business? Um, I think this is sort of good to go back to where we started, um, just niching down. That, that would be the best advice I'd give to any videographer, yep. having a good understanding of um, the, the, the type of work and the type of client you want to work with. That will do you wonders. Um, that would be the, the primary advice I would give to any videographer. And the the other thing as well is just um just keep learning, keep learning um your your own craft of, of video uh, creation and and filmmaking, um and then the other things that go with running a business, keep learning on that front as well. So all businesses should keep learning. Absolutely. So I have to just re-say that again because I yeah. love I love hearing it. So education for me is a is a key element, yeah. um to actually make your business go further. With small businesses that are starting or they're running within the first two, three years, what advice would you give to those business owners about running a business from your experience? Yeah, from my experience, um, I, I would say just to, um, you, you've got to stay uh, hungry mm-hmm. and you've got to, you've got to have a, a mindset to, to grow. I was, just, I was having a conversation recently with someone and that, that's, that's what he said, like to, to grow, you have to have a growth mindset and not be worried about um you know because it can happen you know not be worried about getting too much work and the, the mindset's got to be is how am I going to adapt so that I can I can you know take on more work and you want it you want to be able to welcome uh that work so yep. that that would be uh my advice for anyone uh starting out the growth mindset how would somebody know that they've got the growth mindset that that hunger so like being recognizing that uh that they welcome uh, being able to bring on that work. Okay. All right. Well, that is a wrap for today. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for joining us and sharing this information that you've given us with our audience. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Bronwyn. So, if the, 
Ithaca Media. <laughs> and how to, you will be available on our Facebook page and our socials. It is a mouthful. So I need to get guests on here with simple names. <laughs> <laughs> but to get in contact with Jeremy, the information will be available on our socials, as well as the 20% discount that he is giving for a brief amount of time. We will have the terms and conditions up there as well. I would love your feedback here at DRN1. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our Facebook page, Instagram, as well as LinkedIn. We are on all sites. And thank you for joining us here at Business Shakers, where we will shake the BS of business that no one tells you about. Stay tuned for May the 7th, where Be Seen To Be Heard will be presented live. We will have invitations going out to various businesses, and we would love for you to join us. This is an in-person event, and we do want you there. So that's May the 7th. Save the date. We will have more information coming. My name is Bronwyn Lunderstead. Stay dedicated because great things take time. Mm-hmm.